as scuba divers, we have this reputation of being like kind of a square-minded, right? We think out of the box most of the time, I hope so. Focus, organization, method, consistency, you definitely need to use that. The diver job is to be focused at all times, and that's what we do. And I'm proud of that because, uh, because that's uh, what makes things work. Knowing how things work on the water is knowledge is a uh, beautiful thing. Welcome to the Theater Art Live podcast, and hello. We're putting the spotlight on those who create live entertainment around the globe, the culture creators, the backstage masters. My name is Anna Aguilera. In this episode, we will be talking to Diane Talbotti about show diving. Diane is a scuba diver, more specifically a paddy master instructor, those who help train dive instructors, and one of the few SDI-TDI certified underwater theatrical performer trainers. This means she, she has the credentials to train a lot of people. She has a vast experience both in the dive industry and the entertainment industry. She is based out of Dubai. Hello, Diane. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hannah. Nice, nice to see you now. Great to be with you. Nice to see you too. Can you briefly tell us about you, your path and your career? And how do you get into diving? How do you get into show diving? Well, so about me, well, I'm a, I'm a scuba diver. That's what I chose to do in my life, I would say. Uh, how I started diving was really kind of an informal way because I, I come from Corsica, which is a small island, which means a lot of water around. And um, I started diving with my friends when I was 15. And I loved it so much that I decided that would be what I would do for a living and I, I chose to say no to other things but to be able to, to be diving every day. So that's like I got into diving and then uh, so I started doing all the certification I needed to be able to do it as a, a trainer, as an instructor and I started uh, traveling. So I went to many places, I must say. started by the Caribbean and I, I, I went into recreational diving a lot at the beginning, then I went into technical diving, then I uh, switched to uh, commercial diving, so I did a lot of actually manutention and maintenance, um, this kind of people you see uh, maintaining airboats and, and doing this uh, kind of thing, salvaging boats and this, uh, this kind of, uh, of things. Then uh, I went into scientific diving, which is um, working as a technician for marine biologists, who are marine biologists, but they are usually not divers, so they need people to do the, the work for them underwater. And how I got into theater diving is really also pure coincidence, because at that time I was based in uh, Cape Verde uh, of Senegal, and uh, I saw an ad, an advertisement, someone was looking for uh, cave divers. And it was cave divers for China. So I got excited about it because I wanted to explore some caves there. So I answered the job uh, post 
And Mr. Michael Jackson, that was at that time in charge of uh, recruiting people for the House of Dancing Water, told me, okay, yeah, well, I would like to do a Skype interview. And uh, we did. And a few days later, he said, uh, come and join us. So I didn't go do any like a cave exploration in China. I ended up like doing uh, pool exploration in Macau. But that was very exciting too, because it was really the, the, the beginning of it. So when we arrived there, actually, there was absolutely no water in the pool. The water, the pool was not finished. We, we were part of the team who finished the construction and we did all the creation uh, periods and some of the productions. I spent two years there and I did, uh, I left for other adventures, I would say. And then I went uh, to Wuhan. There is the Han show there in China, and I stayed one year and a half, and I flew directly from there to, to Dubai, where they needed someone to do, uh, to do this too. And it was, very, uh, it was very exciting. Like all these kind of uh, big adventures are very exciting, actually. Yes, you like traveling. I, I do, yes, I do. And doing different stuff, not to say weird stuff. <laughs> That's correct, yes. <laughs> so what... What is a show diver? What does it mean to you? Okay, so a show diver is a mix of different things. First of all, first is a lot of maintenance, um, the infrastructure of the pool itself. So you, you, you fix things, you repair things, you maintain the equipment. You, during the show, your job is actually not to be seen, not to exist. Nobody is supposed to know that you're there. And we do a lot of safety. This is the main part of the job, I would say, during the show, is uh, doing the safety for the performers as well as doing the magic, especially when you need to reveal people, several people at the same time, or you need to make them disappear, or you need to put in motion a few props uh, that are part of the story. This is also a part of it. And I would say the third main one is actually training people, uh, training the performers, because most of these uh, artists are very skilled on land, but it doesn't mean that they are uh, comfortable in the water. Some of them have never been in underwater before, and it's really a part of the show, so they need to be uh, to feel confident and to be able to do all their skills uh, at the same level. So is this how your instructor part and your teaching, your love for teaching gets fulfilled? Uh, definitely, yes. Uh, because uh, teaching, in, uh, especially teaching in theater, is a little bit different than teaching people who do recreational diving. So uh, you don't take them underwater to watch fish, right? You don't take people there to do their job underwater and to count uh, uh, corals or take care of sponges or doing this kind of thing. And you don't do the diving for yourself. So all the artists, all the performers are very, very talented. They are very up to the, the skill level as, as uh, acrobats and as uh, performers, which means that emotionally they are also, I would say, more fragile sometimes than other uh, public. And the part of uh, training people in a theater is very, very focused on the psychological aspect, I would say, because you have to be able to customize 
the way you train people for them to feel good underwater, for them to be able to fulfill everything they have been asked to do. And you have to put them in a situation that they actually they really trust you with their life. But we do that as instructors anyway. We need to make people trust us with their lives. Definitely, we, we do it all the time. The addition in the theater world, I would say, is that these people are actually doing another activity, which is actually very strenuous. Uh, physically, normally when you go diving, you go diving and your focus is that. You are underwater, you take care of your air, you take care of everything. When you get people trained to do skills underwater in, in the theater during the show, they are jumping all over the place. And then they arrive in the water, they need to get their heart rhythm going down, they need to be able to breathe properly. They, there is different kind of light, there is the sound that is different. So it's a very, I would say it's a very strenuous environment for them. And that's why it's really more important, I would say, to be able to teach them this aspect of, uh, of the skills, of the scuba skills. Which other scuba skills do you think help you or help us or the performers in theater life? I would say the, well, the main one, especially in a theater, is, um, as you already know, as scuba divers, we have this reputation of being like kind of a square-minded, right? We think out of the box most of the time. I hope so. But uh, we are very... I hope so too. <laughs> Yes, the, the, the reputation, especially at least, uh, professionally, is to be very methodical, right? So you have to go through the same things, a repetition of uh, preparation. And being a scuba diver in an environment where people are all over the place is, helps you to maintain order. It helps you to maintain organization. Uh, these are, yes, so it's, it's, I don't know if there are scuba skills, or if the kind of people who become scuba divers have that already in them, or if it's a mix of everything, you develop it and you maintain it. Uh, it increases with time, of course. Uh, but yes, focus, organization, method, consistency, you definitely need to use that to keep this, um, this level of organization and, uh, and control on, on the show itself on the our part of the show and also the way you manage people in the water because otherwise they would just like go and uh, jump and and play and uh yeah so that, that that would be i would say the main one the most important one there is another one uh, which is maybe not really also either it's, it's not specifically from the scuba diving world but the way we communicate because we are used to communicate with different means than just a verbal language. So, of course, we, we, we are able to, to communicate with people underwater between each other as a team and also with people around. That helps us a lot. The, the, the way we underwater, maybe some people don't know what it, it feels there, but there is a lot of sound. It's very, very noisy. Uh, it's uh, very also very luminous sometimes and very dark at other times. So it's very important to be able to communicate quite quickly for unexpected things and also 
we need to keep focus all the time on everything that we are doing. So these are, I would say that are the main skills that we use. What about safety? You already touched about safety earlier on training the performers, and it's also a really big thing when we're underwater with other people's lives in our own lives, you know, like we're there and anything can happen at any moment. And it's not exactly, I mean, I love diving. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I love seeing the fishes. I miss them. We don't have any in this pool. There's no fish. So you don't miss anything there. <laughs> that, that's good though, that you don't have any fish in, in the pool. Uh, but it's, it's usually diving can be a very hostile environment, as pretty as it is. So safety becomes a major concern. How do you take that into theater, which is also a place where safety is very important? And how do those overlap? Well, definitely safe. I really, definitely, I, uh, I'm 100% thinking that safety is the main attributes of our um, job is uh, ensuring safety of the performers. What we do is we do a lot of we do a lot of training, not not unnecessary training, but we make sure first that the performers are always uh, at the top level of their skills. And this can vary a lot depending on their, uh, I mean, their psychological level, you know, something outside of the theater can happen, which is going to maybe disturb them. So we need to be very uh, attentive to that, to the day-to-day changes in, uh, in which performer. Um, we do training, rescue training in case of, uh, of uh, any problem occurring. Of course, we train to make sure that it will never happen, and that's the that's the best thing that you that you train so well that you actually know that nothing will happen. But we can never say never, so we want to be ready. There is a, a very good thing that we use um, in most of the theater, and here especially at the at, at the current with the current situation now with the COVID story. We used to normally dive with full face mask, right? Uh, just for the dive com, because we have one person underwater that is dedicated to do the communication between underwater and the console, the aquatic console, which relay to the main uh, stage management console. We added to that, everybody now is actually diving full face mask. So all the performers are safe, you know, at all time. And it allows us to do all the different type of training, all the different type of uh, uh, rescue if needed be, all safe for everybody. So that is uh, something that's very good. And also when we we come to safety things, we have uh, um, different tools that we can use underwater. So in this theater here, and other theater is the same, it works the same way basically. We have cameras, which are an add to the diver's eyes, but it allows also people from land, outside of the water, to be able to see exactly what's happening in real time. And we have loudspeakers and we have a direct communication. So someone is always able to communicate and to translate messages directly to people who are in the pool. So it, it goes very quickly. There is no lapse in communication ever. 
I think that's pretty cool. I know I've seen it, I've done it, and I still think it's pretty cool. Yes, it, it definitely is a, a big, big advantage, you know, it's, uh, especially uh, during normal cues, during normal show, we are underwater, able to see more or less what's happening on the top of us. But when there is a high diver diving down, we are waiting there to catch this person. We don't know exactly when this person is coming. So we definitely need someone to give us a hint to know that this person is going to you know, cross the surface and be there with us. So we relay, we re- relay a, a lot of, uh, on what the console is telling us and, of course, of what we do. So that's why, in addition to that, the diver job is to be focused at all time. And that's what we do. And I'm proud of that because uh, because that's uh, what makes things work. So I'm going to sidetrack a little bit because you also do props in carpentry at your current job. How does that work? Well, here is a little bit, yeah, here is a little bit uh, different than uh, different the, the other jobs I did in um, other shows. When I arrived here, the aquatic part of the show was not so extended as the way as it is now. So they didn't need so many divers, but they needed someone to take care of the aesthetic part of the props, like uh, all the doors and ev- every single small prop that we use, actually. And I'm a painter, so that's, uh, I was very happy to do both. So I, I did that a lot. Now it has changed because we have really increased the uh, the time we have to spend underwater and the number of cues and the technicality of uh, of the cues. So we need more people at all time during the show. Which means that now I'm actually 95%, if it's not 100, uh, 100% of the time, I do all the shows. But still, I, I still love my props, so I, I, keep, I keep an eye on them. And um, I think it's a very good thing to be able to know what's happening in the water when you make, when you build props, because it allows you, definitely allowed me to choose the proper materials, to take in account buoyancy and the density and the, coro- the, the effect of corrosion on, uh, on the props. So when you know all this, it helps you a lot to build things that stay long term you know, that survive a long time through the different shows. It's a, yeah, I think it's an advantage. And it is, it's something that I really, I really like to doing. So you'd encourage every person that does props in a water show to, to dive? Definitely. I mean, I would encourage anybody in the aquatic show to learn the basics of diving because I think it's very important to realize What's happening down there? You know, it doesn't mean that you have to become a scuba diver, but for sure, knowing what the, the performance goes through during the show, knowing how things work underwater, is knowledge is a, is a beautiful thing. Uh, we can tell you love your job and you're passionate about it. <laughs> so what is your favorite thing about it? I would say it's the, the pleasure that you get from... People feeling good underwater. For me personally, that my 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 favorite thing 
what gives me the biggest smile and the the highest pride i would say is that is that when you are able to to help people reach their potential and to make them feel good and to see them happy about what they are doing this is uh, something that is um, is the, the best reward i would say and in the theater is that definitely because when you see that some uh, performers sometimes get a little bit frustrated because they are at the top level you know in what they do and they, they sometimes they get this frustration because they they don't perform as as well at the beginning underwater and you help them you do something that make them feel good for me it's awesome I feel good about that. That's that's what I love. I li- if I see someone getting out of the water, saying, "I love this station," you know, I was happy. I'm proud of myself. I got more control. I got more conf- confidence. This is what I love hearing. Yes, this is uh, this is the best. And in the theater, it's also the fact that people actually don't know what we do. You know, people outside when people they come and they watch the show and they have. And then they, they meet you and they ask you what you do for, you know, for a living and you tell them and they say, oh, I had no clue. Oh, I didn't know that, that there was someone down there. I didn't know that uh, it was happening like this. So you're part of the magic. It's cool. Right. I get that all the time, but I, I, I even go to the basics. What do you do? I work in theater. Oh, so you're an actress. I was like, uh, no. Yes. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, you you take the pride on, on being the one that actually nobody knows about you. When you can achieve that, it means that you, you got your job done. Yeah, absolutely. If there was something that you could change in the way show diving works or the live entertainment works, what would you change? I don't know if there is really something I would like to change because... I don't think I know enough about the, the theater world to know what's the potential. And, you know, uh, there is, I'm, I'm sure there is definitely a lot to do. But if I could have one wish, you know, fulfilled, would be uh, to have more water show. Like all around the world, more water shows, bigger water shows. Um, more things to do underwater, like increasing actually this challenge, increasing the level of the the, the the things we do underwater. At the moment, you know, in in the show, there is one of the main character who disappears underwater and surfaces few seconds later, completely changed with a new outfit. And we do that. It's challenging, so you have to think about it. You have to find the best way, and you keep trying to reduce the time it's going to take you, you know, to do it. And this, this is the exciting part, and uh, I love this, this, this part of it. So if we had more shows, I don't know who is listening to this, but if there are some producer or, or people who got uh, ideas and want to put that in practice, add water. Add water to the light is the best. I, I agree. It's challenging. Yes. But it's yes. it's the best. Yes. Yeah. You've recently uploaded a web page, right? Where you tell us about your adventures in the world. Yes. 
Yes, that's right. It's, um, I'm, I'm starting um, a blog, a website, which is actually about the way I travel. I'm a wanderer, so I just walk around the planet most of the time, when I have time. And uh, the blog is about that. It's about diving and it's about this type of traveling. And it's called Daydream Divers. So it's, uh, it's not launched yet. It's going to be very, very soon. But it's www.daydreamdivers.com. And I hope that people would come and read and uh, enjoy it. They should because you, you do some crazy stuff and you have some very cool adventures to tell and, yeah, to tell stories about. <laughs> Enjoyable things, yes, that's correct, yes. Well, thank you, Diane, for joining us today. And um, I hope people will visit your website and find out more about you and the cool things you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That was great. Thank you. Please write our review on our podcast, whatever you listen to your podcast, and let your friends know about us. You can learn more about Theater Art Live by visiting our website at www.theaterartlive.com. And you can also follow us on social media and leave your questions and comments on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, or YouTube. We want to thank David Sire for composing the music for our podcast and Michelle Girata, who is our sound engineer. We are your hosts, Anna and Anna, and this is the Theatre Art Life Podcast, where we put the spotlight on those who create life entertainment around the world. <laughs>